Hello and welcome to the Bible for Worship at St. Paul Lutheran Church on this first Sunday after Christmas when our gospel passage is written in the gospel according to Luke, the second chapter, verses 22 through 40. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I come to this passage with the privilege of reading it, and I stand before it like a kid in front of a Christmas tree on Christmas morning. There is just so much here. There's story. There's hymn. There's blessing. There's ritual. 
Luke, in many ways, sets out all the key themes of this gospel in both an endearing scene and with potent symbols. Let's look at both the scene and the symbols. In the scene are the faithful Mary and Joseph doing for Mary and the child what the law of the Lord requires, not because somehow they hope to please God, but because they know that God has been pleased to give them a safe birth and a healthy baby. And so the law of the Lord shows them what the lifestyle is for God's people by which to respond with gratitude and praise. And then there's devout Simeon looking for the consolation of Israel, hoping even in his own age, and then confident because of the word that has come from the Holy Spirit that he will see the Lord's salvation before he dies. And hearing that the time has come, rushes to the temple and takes up this baby in his arms before he says a word. And then Anna, the patient prophet, in the temple day and night waiting for that word that the prophet is to proclaim. Mary and Joseph embodying the humility of gratitude and obedience. Simeon embodying the gentleness of those who are devoted to God and confident of God's comfort and deliverance. And Anna, bold at the end of the story, telling all the people who are looking for the redemption of Jerusalem about this child. It's a warm and endearing scene that we can feel especially in this warm and endearing season. But it's not only about the warmth and how cozy it feels. After all, the season isn't always like that. And so these potent symbols tell us that more is afoot than just a kind of homespun, homecoming, feel-good story. It takes place, after all, in the temple. This is God's story taking place in the very location where God has made God's presence live for the people for centuries. This is God's story. God is doing something here. And Simeon and Anna, one devoted to God and Israel as anyone who would follow the Torah would be, and another identified explicitly as a prophet, do they represent, as some have suggested, the law and the prophets of Israel's scriptures, the law and the prophets of God's revelation from of old? They themselves are presented to us by Luke as very old. Is that a reminder that what God is doing here in the temple is of a piece in continuity with that old law and prophets that have established their legitimacy, their power among the people, and now are reaffirmed in this new act that God is doing? And what is that? Simeon's song says it. This is revelation to the Gentiles. 
What Israel has known all along now becomes revealed to the Gentiles how God wants to live with and save all people. And that revelation to the Gentiles is also glory to Israel because it turns out Israel has been right all along. The revelation they have had and proclaimed and lived in their Torah lifestyle and responding to the prophets, this is what God has been doing. And it is the paradigm, the model for what God now does in Jesus, extending God's work from Israel out to all the nations. And also, like a good TV series, ending a season or maybe even every episode, there's the cliffhanger. Because for all of the warmth and for all of the power that is present, Simeon also tells Mary that this one is set for the fall and rising of many as hearts are laid bare. Who will fall? Who will rise? And he says to Mary, a sword will pierce your heart also. When and how that figures in the story comes much later. Here in this story, in this endearing scene, with these potent symbols, Luke tells us that now salvation reaches all and it will transform us. Are we ready for the transformation that it brings? God bless.